Today's for today's scripture reading, please turn your Bibles to Book of Hebrews. Book of Hebrews, chapter ten, verses nineteen to thirty-nine. Hebrews, chapter ten, verse nineteen to thirty-nine. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some but exhorting one another and so and so much the more as you see the day approaching for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be, bought, will he, uh, will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God under foot, counted, counted the blood of the covenant, by which was sanct- by which by by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace for we know him who said vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord and again the lord will judge his people it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living god but recall the former days in which after you were illuminated you endured a great struggle with sufferings partly while you were made a spectacle uh, spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourself in heaven. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which, was, which has great reward, for you have... For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. For yet a, while, for a yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Let's pray. प्रभु हम आपके सदमुख में आते हैं पिता और धन्यवाद हृदय के साथ आपको नमते हैं पिताजी आपने इस आराधना के समय को प्रभु आपने हम सबको दिया और हम जब आपके वचन की ओर जा रहे हैं प्रभु प्रभु हमारे दिलों को आप खोलिए और आप हमसे बात कीजिए पिताजी जब रविचाने से इस वचन को प्रभु हमारे सामने लाते हैं प्रभु जो उन्होंने आपसे पाया है पिताजी प्रभु वो वो हम तक सही रीति से पहुँचा नहीं पाए और प्रभु आपका आपके आत्मा प्रभु जी हमसे बात करने पाए और हमारे दिलों को प्रभु जी इसके लिए रिसेप्टिव बनाना पिता हम आपसे प्रार्थना करते हैं धन्यवाद प्रभु आपने प्रार्थना सुना बिनती को ईश मसीह के नाम में मांगते हैं आमन थैंक यू शॉन फॉर रीडिंग इट 
before we go into the ministry of the word so we wanted to mention something uh, on august 18th and 25th we will be having baptism lessons so those who want to get baptized or you want to learn about baptism please contact george me or john vergis okay anybody who wants to get baptized or is interested in learning about baptism please contact us okay yeah we've been in hebrews for long i think it's a couple of years maybe um, hopefully i'll finish it before i leave um cbf someday <laughs> okay um last time we had looked at uh, chapter 10 verses 1 through 25 kind of um we could have done more justice to it but um we had to hurry through so uh, for ease of our uh, thought process uh, this section can probably be divided into uh, four sections from 19 through 25 then from 26 to 31 then 32 to 34 or 35 and the remaining so the first section i would like to um title as the right response to god and the second section would be the rebellious response and the third the reminder of former times and 36 onwards the need for endurance since we have looked at this portion before we'll just uh, try to get an overall picture uh, verses 19 through 25 it mainly focuses on a threefold exaltation let us let us let us the first let us says let us draw near second says let us hold fast third says let us consider and the let us draw near has to do with faith let us draw near if you look at that with a true heart in full assurance of faith second let us hold fast hope and third let us consider love and good works faith hope and love actually this um, these topics are further explained in chapters 11 the chapter of faith in chapter 12 we see hope and uh, chapter 13 of course starts with let brotherly love continue now these three encouragements come to us on the basis of two things if you read verses 19 and 20 1920 and 21 we find them first it speaks of boldness therefore brethren having boldness then come to verse 21 and having a high priest so since we have boldness and since we have a high priest so let us have faith 
hope and love boldness what kind of boldness is this the word boldness comes um, a few times in this letter it speaks of a boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of jesus it says by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh we have looked at it numerous times we are very familiar with this thought um, but i want to call attention uh, attention to our, to one of the words here new new and living way um, the original word that is used is a very interesting word which is also used to signify a newly killed animal newly cut animal okay so the newly offered sacrifice of christ is in view as he authorizes this and it has opened to us a path into the presence of the most high god just as we thought about it now the old testament priesthood could not go into the holy of holies without that special sacrifice offered on the day of atonement and to go with blood with a lot of procedure etc and he alone could go none of the people could go in there by the newly offered sacrifice Christ tore open the veil into the presence into that presence where no one could go but the high priest and that to once a year and that to after he had made uh, some sacrifice for his own sins and for the sins of the people we think of this we sing of it and we celebrate it every sunday and i think we are a fortunate group to do that one of the older choruses say there's a new and living way walking in it it's a new and living way god has planned in this new and living way i'm walking day by day and guided and led by his right hand i don't know how many of you know it it's been quite a while since i heard that anyways there's a new and living way so we have boldness to enter the holiest the holiest itself was described a little while ago by Uh, ravent the second confidence the second confidence that we have the second basis on which um, the other calls them to faith hope and love is having a high priest over the house of god we have thought about this quite a few times you remember we talked about the mega high priest and somebody came and asked later on because he was not in the first lesson so he came and asked why not giga or whatever <laughs> but this was this had nothing to do with the um with engineering terms or mathematical terms for or whatever but um then the greek for it is megan arche arche so megan gives the idea of big 
great. So we have a very great high priest, way beyond the high priest that was on earth. And that high priest is also the merciful and faithful high priest. And he has been divinely appointed with a special oath by the Father. You are a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And through him we can go to the throne of grace in our time of need. You know, growing up in believing circles, we become too familiar with some terms. And so sometimes we lose the importance of it. Uh, You know, if you wanted to get something done in India, it's always difficult, right? Something with the government. And if you know someone somewhere, wow. Okay? And here is... Wait beyond that. We have an advocate in the highest court of heaven to deal with our sins, to help with our weaknesses, to guide us and to lead us all along the way. And it's just a call away. It's just a thought away. Even before the word is on our lips, there is answer. And that is there in the highest court of heaven. So, these confidences the other calls us to the right response the loyal response and we have to respond with loyalty to the great sacrifice that was done for us last time we thought about the sacrifice it was offered as a penalty for our sins offered Uh, voluntarily by God the Son to God the Father on our behalf substituting for us which pleased God the Father and it brought us redemption for our sins from our sins and it reconciled us with him now when people uh, use high sounding words this is, a, this is basically the thing that he died for us that he died for us as a penalty for our sins and he did it voluntarily um, if you want to use the other terms it was a penal sacrifice it was a substitutionary sacrifice it was voluntary it was redemptive reconciliatory propitiatory and revelatory With that sacrifice, how do we respond? We respond with a loyal heart. And at the end of it, our life should be something of which we can say, the love of Christ controls us. That is the loyal response. That is the right response to the message um, that this author writes. First he says, verse 22, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. 
I personally feel that this is a matter of great importance to us as a congregation. Of great importance. A true heart sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with water. Our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. While there are advantages advantages in being born in a truly Christian home, it is possible that someone draws near in their words and even in their deeds, but still not be sprinkled clean from an evil conscience. We have seen these things so often. Only when push comes to the show, we really know what is happening. Sometimes away from the eyes of those Christian influences, sometimes away from the physical presence of the of other believers, and at times dodging the physical presence of other Christian influencers, the evil conscience shows forth that it is still ruling the heart. That's what happens when a, a boy from a believing home who's not truly saved, who still used the right words and uh, did all the right things, goes to a new place. Okay? Our hearts are they sprinkled clean from the evil conscience. Our conscience rules our heart. If if we are not sprinkled clean, moving through teenage years and into adulthood, uh, the nature of the evil conscience is more and more evident. Uh, Last time also we talked about it. It's not about an emotional ascent or an intellectual ascent to the gospel that means that we are saved. In a moment of emotional outburst, you might say something to God. Sometimes intellectually everything is clear and you might say. But that is not salvation. That is not having our hearts sprinkled clean. Uh, Peter explains the conversion experience in First Peter 3, verse 21. You don't need to go there. Um, it says, it is the answer of a good conscience toward God. So salvation experience brings about a cleansing of our hearts from an evil conscience. Now the question, what is conscience? Right? Someone has said that the conscience is the window that lets God's light into our souls. A window that lets God's light into our souls. So if it is completely dark, there's no light entering in. A window that has been clean, if it gets dusty again, 
the light shines quite dim you get the idea now what are the marks of an evil conscience uh, it's i cannot list everything out but um maybe a couple of things an evil conscience does not take sin seriously it does not take sin seriously okay it, it tries to conform to everything around us it tries not to get caught but it does not take sin seriously and at times it makes partial confessions okay when you are found out or sometimes you feel guilty when you are found out by others or by your own conscience you might make partial confessions of sin still desire in the heart there are the next opportunity it is going to do the very same thing and at times sin brings in a lot of um, collateral damage you know in our social life in our personal life you don't know how to go forward because you have messed up your life and that there is a remorse that kicks in okay that remorse is not repentance your conscience has not changed if it is just to overcome the social damages and the personal damages that conscience is still an evil conscience a heart that is truly repentant is remorseful about its sins primarily against god against his people against um, christ who died for us unless we are caught by that love and unless that is the motivation for our remorse it's not repentance as elders we have had to work with a few very difficult cases you know and in the initial days we worked with some and um, they thought they were repentant we knew they weren't but we have seen over uh, months uh, some of them came to repentance there was a remorse they would not go and do those things but that remorse at that point is not the cleansing of the evil conscience the guilt and shame and a host of other issues faced by many results from hearts that have been been washed with the precious blood of the lamb hebrews 9:14 says how much more will the blood of christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to god purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living god the blood that was offered by christ to the father through the eternal spirit that blood alone will cleanse our conscience unless our conscience is cleansed we cannot be saying that we are going to heaven so as an application let us try to examine our hearts today 
has my heart ever been sprinkled clean from an evil conscience i must have prayed the sinner's prayer and said that i'm saved but have i truly given up this evil conscience have i been sprinkled clean from this by the blood of the lamb and if indeed it has been cleansed has it got defiled again now is the day and time for us to set right the things and draw near to god and once we draw near to god we'll be fully assured in faith until we personally go to the lord and get that cleansing nothing else matters we need to go to the throne of god with confidence after that um cleansing happens the heart that is sprinkled clean should keep its confidence in the lord not in anything else Uh, this also speaks about our um, bodies um, cleansed with pure water some people say it uh, it is it probably refers to water baptism it very well could be but the word pure there makes me think that it has to do with the word of god um anyway we need to be washed our bodies need to be washed with a pure water Romans 12:1 and 2 says present your bodies as a living sacrifice with our hearts sprinkled clean with our bodies washed with the pure water of God's word let us draw near second it says let us hold fast first let the first thing was let us draw near how with a true heart was a true heart that has been sprinkled clean by the blood of the lamb so let us draw near with full assurance of faith with a true heart and then it says let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering you know i picture a place where it is very difficult to get at entry but once you go there there is a lot of fun and joy and happiness but it's very difficult to get in there so you don't have a confidence to go in there but then you get a get an entry there okay so once you get that entry pass you're so happy and you hold fast that confidence um, you actually draw near with that assurance yes i will be admitted in and once you are there you still hold fast to the hope that everything will be fine and you move on and while you are there you enjoy yourself his kind of a you know christian life is actually quite thrilling many of us uh, with an evil conscience would tend to think that it is boring it truly is not it's an adventureful life but unless you experience said how can we share that with you okay so let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering 
The author is actually not making things very clear here, but he, when he comes to chapter 12, he says, We have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. So it has to do with the hope that is awaiting us. And to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. The believer has come to possess a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And why should we hold it without wavering? Why? Because, you know, somebody tells me, uh, we'll, we'll meet up at such and such a time. I go there, he doesn't come. Wait for 10 minutes, he doesn't come. Wait for an hour, and I give up and I come back. But with God, he's faithful. His word can be taken. If he says he'll be there, he's there. If he says he's gone to prepare a place for us, he has gone to do that. He is faithful. He who promised is faithful. And he can do it. We are faithful, but we may not always be able to perform what we promise to others. But here is God who can actually perform what he says he will do. Third, let us consider one another to stir up love and good works, not forsaking, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the band of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Um, we talked about it last time. Okay. Many a time, when we are weak, when we are sinned, when we are discouraged, when we are lonesome, we don't want to go. We don't want to go for fellowship. And some of us would come and say, oh, that's all right, next week come. No. That's the time for us to go and get encouraged. That's the time that you need encouragement. And if you are bubbling with joy, that's the time to come for fellowship. Why? To go and encourage. You know, it's like the drunkard saying, I'm so sad, so I have to drink. Or he says, I'm so happy, I have to drink. You know, the, the Christian Whatever be his state of mind, he has to come. He has to come and encourage others and get encouraged. Um, And just coming together isn't enough. What are we to do? To encourage one another, to love and good works. We need to stir others up and we need to be stirred up as well. If you say, I go to church and I get nothing, there's something wrong with you. Okay? You need to go and encourage others. Okay? And once you do that, 
That will happen to you as well. We also mentioned that uh, coming consistently late or running away consistently after the meeting is over shows that you are not interested in doing what the Lord says here to consider one another to love and good works. If you are a loner and doesn't want to mix with others, something wrong. That's not what the word tells us. It is avoiding the body of Christ while we claim to be part of it. So it's it's about meeting on Sundays, it's about meeting on for cell group, and it's about informal meetings as well. And I've heard stories of initial ARF days that there was fellowship, right? Lots of informal fellowship. Okay, the the old the oldest here will know. Stancy is back with us, right, Stancy? The lots of informal fellowship. You know, I got saved, and after that, um, um, you know, some of you know um, Professor Roy B. Paul in. Um, uh, Cochin University, we were batchmates. You know, we just used to hang out together, and on uh, uh, Friday evenings or Saturday evenings, we I used to go to his house, and then, you know, slowly we just started singing. He was a horrible singer; he still is. <laughs> Not that I'm a good singer, but others came and joined, and soon the whole uh, village was there. And you know, we used to have. Meetings after meetings every Saturday or Friday, I don't remember. And uh, months later, a church came out of that. Even now that church is there. Um, I've shared this with um, lots of uh, you. Um, in July again, when I was there, uh, we used to hang out on Saturday evenings. And it used to, it used to go on until 3, 4 a.m. And then we'd be up and early and we'd be at the church, such it was times of joy, encouraging one another. And I can see people f- from that group who have gone on and have been so much useful. And so many churches have come up in that land from that fellowship of believers. But these this are not structured fellowships. And some of the senior guys here say, the, there's no... Um, spontaneous fellowship happening among the singles now. I know some effort have been made. Come together. Do it. And not to have drinks and dance. Right? Uh, that's another danger. Huh? But gather around the word of God. Sing to the Lord. Share your struggles. Share your joys. And that's where the church is vibrant and active. That's what the first century church said. They did. They gathered from home to home, breaking bread in their homes. That's what needs to happen. That is church life. That is Christian life. Okay. And uh, uh, we have very little time before us. So we need to move on. Uh, verses 26 through 31 talks about the rebellious response and its consequences. 
contrasted with the right response here is rebellious response what is the what is the source of this it is the heart it is the heart that is not true it is a heart that is controlled by the evil conscience what does it do yeah. for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for us this heart controlled by evil conscience keeps on sinning willfully if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins it is just christ sacrifice there is nothing else if you have thought that it is not worth your life no one can help you just nothing else for you but the fury of fire okay, in verse 29 we find um Uh, some of the some description of um, the willful sin and all that okay of how much more uh, worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the son of god under foot counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the spirit of god trampled the son of god under foot counted the blood of the covenant by which you are sanctified have common thing that idea comes again in chapter 12 so to have a picture of this i was reminded of uh, you know the there was a the bangladesh liberation war i, I was 8 years old at that time okay 1971 um, i still remember the victory processions after that in in, in our own native um, town um you know uh, people came together my dad was sincerely the principal of the high school there and this was a demonstration this was the only demonstration by the students that he supported and i still remember my mother uh, confronting him with that but you know i want to i want you to picture what happened there so they made an effigy of yahya khan who was the president of pakistan at that time and there was a, a very insulting song but not with abusive words uh, made up about him and they made this effigy and they kicked it around and finally they set fire to it you know all over india people were burning pakistan flags and burning effigies of this guy okay this is exactly what is in view here you know trampling the son of god on the foot counting the spirit of insulting the spirit of grace it's not about grieving the spirit of grace it's about insulting the spirit of grace and uh, counting as a common thing the blood of covenant yes this is something that we need to be watchful about 
with full knowledge at least in his mind he or she disregards the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself to God to cleanse his conscience from dead works at times people do get carried off trying to define what willful sin is i think if you do not lock into preconceived ideas promoted by theological positions the passage is quite simple to understand and has no confusion um it just says if we sin willfully and let's leave it at that we have discussed this matter so while i go while we are uh, talking about hebrews chapter 6 and i don't want to go in there some people come out and say this is about the um the rewards that are um, getting uh, burnt but uh, here talks also about the adversaries themselves being which will devour the fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries we don't need to go into a lot of discussion on that but how do we stop avoid sinning willfully If we decide not to sin at all, then we don't sin willfully as well, right? I had a verse pop out at me, and then it came in um, from two people this past week um, in my private chat as well. It's from Second Peter chapter one and verse ten. Be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. to make your call and election sure rather than being fooled into thinking that we are there um again as we said it's not about the emotional or intellectual assent to the gospel that you made and saying all the right things and doing all the right things others around us are doing or saying we could even come up with a nice resume and post it on a matrimonial site and everyone will be wow but still we can be not saved again um if if the light of christ has not shone through the window of our soul to our hearts there's something wrong a couple of weeks back george had led us through 10 signs of a true believer you remember that uh, from which book was it primarily first john so let's turn there okay and um, we'll flip through it quickly so i remember he said that not all of it would be um found at the same degree in each and every person and it would also um there'll be times of carnality in people and backsliding in people when a true believer the uh, evidences of these things will wax and you know it it might um it it might be more at some point it might be less at some point but this overall these things are there so first john chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 you can just uh, flick through the pages it talks about intimate fellowship with the father and the son look at verses 5 and 
a truly self person is sensitive to sin move to chapter 2 verses 3 to 6 he is obedient to god's word and chapter 2 verses 15 to 17 he rejects the evil world beautiful chapter 3 verse 2 and 3 he is eagerly waiting for christ's return um okay and verses 4 through 10 same chapter chapter 3 the decreasing pattern of sin in one's life go to verses 14 through 18 i am believer believers love one another chapter 3 verse 22 the confidence in prayer prayers get answered chapter 413 experiencing the ministry of the holy spirit um to the chapter 3 verse 13 also suffering rejection from the world okay well um he had given several cross references we don't have time to go through that uh you can go back and look at his notes uh, i believe he have posted the notes on the site right ah, okay the recording is if you want the um uh, notes you can ask him as well hmm. but right now i want to ask us ask each of us are you washed in the blood of the lamb i would like us to sing that song now song number 23 just ponder on your life as we sing the song
if at the end of this if someone feels they need a bit more clarity on things while they have um, gone through their life or about what they have heard please take time to reach out to some senior brothers and sisters if you don't know whom to approach please come to me i'll guide you to somebody or i can personally spend time with you as well okay um, uh, we really don't have much time to go through the rest of the thing but i'll just give a brief of it and then um will stop uh, 32 to 35 it talks about um, remind remembering the former days we'll cover this later on but uh, for now we can just think verse 32 says but recall the former days in which after you were illumined you endured a great struggle with sufferings partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated some of them underwent troubles and persecutions reproaches and others became part of those who were suffering like that by identifying with them going to the to prisons with them in prison uh, in those days if you went to prison Uh, you hardly got enough to eat and it was your uh, friends and family who could do that to you come and feed you and clothe you in winter every everything so to go and identify with them meant that you also suffered the reproach and also talks about um, their um, you joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods none of us can understand that and if the with the plundering of goods if people fall away we might even excuse it right that's uh, that's our present day christianity if there's a danger of plundering of goods and trouble run away that's the christianity but here the apostle tells them to not cast away that confidence endure the word endure comes in um the letter quite a few times uh, after abraham patiently endured it says talks about moses seeing the king of uh, egypt and enduring talks about jesus christ who endured suffering and finally it calls the believer to go forth to him outside the camp enduring suffering for him well to all of us believers there is a challenge in your suffering for him was there a bright spot in your christian walk come back to it come back to it and hold on to that do not cast away the confidence you cast away the confidence now you, you got something in your hand you cast it away to take up something to take up something without something that is sinful maybe something that is neutral but it's not worth it the confidence is worth more than everything else or confidence in the lord is worth more than everything don't go after neutral things um do not cast away your confidence it has a great reward and the uh, passage speaks about in a little while uh, he who is coming will come and will not tarry and the and the just shall live by faith my righteous one shall live by faith but if anyone 
draws back my soul has no pleasure in him it puts two kinds of people before us one is the just living by faith and the other drawing back and finally it says but we are not those of not of those who draw back to perdition but of those who believe to the saving of the soul you remember the term draw near so some people draw near some people draw back we believers are not those who draw back to perdition because our souls have been washed clean our evil conscience has been washed clean if it gets defiled go back to the lord and have that confidence our savior will come and uh, present this church we need to focus more on the hope that awaits us only then we can um, take hold of that and endure endurance means in sports what is endurance you need to go through it there are times when you cannot go endure um that's the call uh, the final passage so um coming back let us draw near let us hold fast let us consider hold fast to the hope let us draw near with full assurance of faith let us consider think consider means think and ponder about and plot and plan how to stir up love and good works i'm thankful there are a few in this church who always plot and plan that way and we need more of those people and we need each and every one of us to do that let's pray father we want to thank you for this time and we pray that uh, you will help us to understand our standing with you help us not to be people who keep on sinning willfully after receiving a knowledge of the truth help us father to draw near to you and lord we don't want to go into um, theological discussions and cause confusions this where warning is given let us not bring in false confidences and where there is confidence given lord help us not to shake it with uh, other theological arguments lord thank you for your word which warns us and at the same time encourages us to endure and go forward thank you father and we pray that each of us would examine our hearts where it is where our conscience is whether it has been cleansed and we are walking daily by the savior side or in that walk there has been bit false or we have not started walking at all please help us father in christ's precious name